Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Wantedst in thy life, how will they gather heart now with thy death? How will they stir new storms of fearful strife now having so good means to gather breath? But how great sorrow will thy dearest wife sustain? Methinks I hear even now she saith I am to blame, And that she hates me most, And saith by me she hath her world's joy lost. Yet, Fjordiledge, this comfort may revive both thee And all that for his death are sorry, That all the valiant knights that him survive Have cause to envy and admire his glory. The Desiae, nor the knight that leapt alive in Kirshen Lake, so praised in Latin story, nor Codrus by the Greeks so magnified, with greater praise nor honor never died. These words, and such as these Orlando spake, the while the friars, both white and black and gray, a solemn and a long procession make in goodly rank and in devout array, that God to heaven the dead man's spirit take, Requiem I ternam, for his soul they pray. And tapers in the midst, before, behind, Did cause that night like to the noonday shined. Then diverse earls and knights the hearse uphold, All over which a mantle rich was spread Of purple silk, embroidered brave with gold, And with fair pearl and stone well garnished. Of equal cost and beauty to behold, The coffin was that held the body dead, provided by the paladin to be fit for his calling and his high degree. Three hundred people of the poorer sort of dwellers that inhabited the town unto the funerals did then resort, and unto each was given a mourning gown. An hundred pages mounted in good sort on warlike steeds, clothed to the ground adown, and both the pages and the gallant steeds from top to toe were clad in mourning weeds. Then bare they diverse banners fair displayed, And painted diverse arms that he obtained From armed bands alone without all aid, And had to Caesar and to Peter gain, With hundreds more all in black gowns arrayed, To whom were diverse offices ordained. And last Rinaldo and Orlando came, But Olivero stayed, for he was lame. It long would be ere I could it rehearse And tell what ceremonies used were, nor can I comprehend them well in verse, How orderly they were accomplished there. Unto the chiefest church they bear a hearse, The while nor young nor old to weep forbear. His nobleness, his value, and his youth Did breed in all their hearts so wondrous ruth. 
Now when the women finished had and done Their bootless weeping and their fruitless pain, The priest had said their kiri lay is on, And all the rites that therein to pertain, The carcass of great Monodonte's son, So chested on two columns to remain, Orlando caused, till time he might procure a costly and more stately sepulchre. From Sicily, Orlando not departs till he for touch and porphyry had sent, and all that were most skilful of those arts had talked with all, and told them his intent. Then Fjordalege, coming to those parts, her time, her travel, and her treasure spent, to make the tomb most stately for her spouse, at which to spend her future time she vows. And sith her plaints and tears were never tired, In that self-place she means her days to pass, And for her husband's soul she still desired Continual dirges and perpetual mass. From company herself she quite retired, And to the place such her devotion was, That by the tomb she built a little cell, In which till death she purposed to dwell. Orlando divers messages did send to her, and after that in person went to fetch her into France, and did pretend that her to place with Galerany meant, or if the time in prayer she still would spend, he would a nunnery build for that intent, or that he would, if so she so had rather, attend her to her country and her father. But at the tomb she tarried obstinate, and would for thence by no mean be removed, Still doing, saying, both betime and late, Penance and prayers for him that she so loved, Till death in the end cut off her doleful date, And sent her soon to find her dear beloved. But now the knights of France from Sicil parted, For loss of their companion heavy-hearted. And Oliver still of his foot complained, For why no salve nor surgery prevailed, but that he was with grief so greatly painted, They doubted that his life would then have failed. Thus, while they all in doubtful dump remained, The man that steered the bark in which they sailed Did make to them this motion sage and wise, And they agreed to follow his advice. He told them that not far from thence there dwelled An hermit in a solitary place, That so in sanctity of life excelled, That he could remedy each doubtful case. Diseases diverse were by him expelled, Dumb, blind, and lame were healed, Such was his grace, And that he could with one sign of the cross Allay the waves when they do highest toss. In fine, he told them sure there was no doubt To find relief even present at the hands of that same man, So holy and devout as scarce his match was found in many lands. Orlando, having heard the pilot out, inquired of the place which way it stands, and presently the place to him was showed, and toward it in haste they sailed and rode. Next morning they discovered all the isle, but kept aloof so as their ship might float, and there they cast their anchor, and the while conveyed the wounded Marquess in a boat upon the shallow wave, scant half a mile unto the blessed hermit's simple coat. That very hermit that before but late had brought Rogero unto Christian state. The man of God that had his dwelling here came forth and met Orlando at the gate and welcomed him with kind and friendly cheer, inquiring of his errant and their state 
although to him it was apparent clear, for God that night had sent his angel late to tell the saint thereof. Orlando said his errand was to get his kinsman aid, who had a great and grievous maim received in fighting for the empire and the faith, and was of hope and comfort quite bereaved. Be of good cheer, the godly hermit saith, who trust in God shall never be deceived. Yet ointment none unto his hurt he layeth, but first to church he goeth and makes his prayer, then with great boldness doth to them repair, and calling on that treble sovereign name of God the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, he blessed the night that maimed was and lame. O oh, wondrous grace of which God's saints may boast, straight to his use each vain and sinew came, no part of all his former strength was lost. And, as it pleased God of his great grace, Sobrino present was then in that place, and, being now so weak with bleeding brought, that even his vital sprites were almost spent, and seeing plainly such a wonder wrought, so great, so gracious, and so evident, to leave his macon he thereby was taught, and to confess our Christ omnipotent. He prayed, in most contrite and humble manner, to be a soldier under Christian banner. The just old man did grant him his request, and christened him, and did his health restore, at which Orlando, Stout, and all the rest rejoiced much, and praised God therefore. Rogero, eke as joyful as the best, increased in devotion more and more to see those mysteries divine and oracles confirmed so by plain apparent miracles. Thus all this company and sweet consort in this same blessed hermit's house to stay, who doth them all most fatherly exhort to bend their whole endeavors all they may, that in this inn, where man's abode is short, they seek to wash away the dirt and clay that some call life and greatly to commend, and soul to heaven their eyes and hearts to bend. Then sent Orlando to his ship in haste for bread and wine and other dainty dishes, and this old man whom abstinence and fast had made forget the taste of beasts or fishes, of charity they prayed some flesh to taste, and he therein consented to their wishes, and when they all had eat to their contents, they found discourse of sundry arguments, and, as in speech it often doth befall that one thing doth another bring to light, Rogero was at last known to them all, for that Rogero that excelled in fight. The first that him to memory did call was Sobrin, who did know him well by sight. The next that knew his lovely look and stately was good Rinaldo, that fought with him lately. They all do come to him with friendly face, when of his Christendom they understand, and some do kiss him, others him embrace in kindest sort, some take him by the hand, but chief... Rinaldo strives to do him grace, yet if that you desire to understand why more than all the rest Rinaldo sought it, turn o'er the leaf, and there you shall be taught it. End of Book 43, Part 2